I was a little nervous today. I honestly was not expecting us to get a one seat. So yeah, I was kind of prepped for a two. And then we were yeah. like, oh, look at us. Okay. Yeah. I was like talking to myself. I was like, there's nothing wrong with being a two seat. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like people are like, oh, you know what you're going to get. Yada, yada. We have the inside information. I had no idea. I, had no I was idea. sitting there. I was like, I don't know where we're about to be. I really thought we were going to be with Virginia Tech and we were going to be their two seed. And then when they said, whoever they said, I was like, oh, okay. So where are we? Do we yeah. make the tournament? Are we? Yeah, we make- <laughs> <laughs> it's so stressful. We're like the second to last team named. It's crazy. Yeah. But why do you think we were so set on being a two and not being a one? You know, I think our last two weeks of play have just been rough. And mm-hmm. I know like we had a really rough travel schedule. I mean, I think the only other team that had it as bad as us or maybe worse was Cal. So yeah. we pushed through and, you know, I'm just thankful they looked at our whole body of work rather than just the last two weeks, because that's not representative of who we are. Welcome back to Sometimes I Hoop. It's your host, Haley Jones. The humble bride today is if you don't know my now, better phone a friend. But this isn't about me. I'm joined by another walking bucket. Humble brag here, reigning. Well, actually, back-to-back Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, All-Pac-12, All-Defensive Team. Just racking up awards in the pack, just like every year. My teammate, my friend, Miss Cameron Brink, thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Oh my gosh, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we'll just kind of get into the landscape of what's going on here. Regular season's over, conference tournaments are done, and March Madness in here. So before we get into it, a quick recap of the regular season. It's Selection Sunday, but it's also Oscar night, so a different take. We're going to give our own awards here. So across the country, who would you say has been the most surprising team or like your sleeper team all season? Gosh, that's so hard. I don't know. I'd have to say Utah, but I'm a little biased. No, or I agree. Maybe Washington State. Go Cougs. And I love Bella. Oh She's my gosh. Seeing her on the ESPN stuff today and watching her hit her dance, I was like, go Bella. She's go so funny. Crazy. When they won, she was like grabbing the camera and like screaming in the camera. I was dying. So yeah, I'm super happy for them. But. Me too. I loved her her interview afterwards. She was like, it's not about how you start. And she had the <laughs> the broadcast yeah. like, oh, it's how you finish. We're like, okay. Hilarious. <laughs> but okay. And then we're going to do our balling award here. So who has been the standout player? Player who's been hooping all year? I would have to say Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. I think she's playing super well. And it's just super fun to watch, you know, not just how she scores, but how she sets up her teammates. But yeah, I would have to say her, honestly. I agree. She's really been doing it all this year. And then that buzzer beater against Indiana was, that was crazy. insane. Everybody knew it was going to her, but it was like, it still, it, was. it still had to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What has been the game of the year so far that you've seen? Honestly, that Indiana-Iowa game is up there. Mm-hmm. I think our game with South Carolina biased again, but I think that yeah, was rightfully a, really, so. <laughs> a really interesting, we put up a good fight. Yeah. And then also, I mean... If people watched our double overtime game against Colorado, that was like a nail biter. Mm-hmm. Had like a tough game changing and one at the end, which was like super fun to watch, even though I fouled out. Yeah. It's okay. That game was so <laughs> crazy. It was oh crazy. And it was like no one could really watch it because it was just Pac 12. But yeah, people, it's so hard for them to watch Pac 12 games. And yeah. I really, it's crazy. Okay, so now we'll move into our own little Stanny Awards here. What has been the funniest team moment? I know the one for me is when anybody falls down at practice 
I die. It might be a sniper in the gym. Sniper. It's sniper. But it was when Fran was checking in and one of our practice players, Hassani, tripped her as she was running on the court in practice. (laughs) And she, it was so bad because like we were getting yelled at and then Fran fell and I'd like silently laugh on the side. I was like, oh no. And Tara, like, I watched the huddle film and Tara's like yelling at somebody and Fran's getting up off the floor. And Hassani's like, oh my God. Trying to help her up. But it's bad. Fran's so dramatic. She just adds all these theatrics. Yes. The whole thing. Gosh, I don't know. What else is funny? When Ashton ran in the game with no shooting trail. (laughs) Yes. Was that that crazy? That one was was good. Basically, Ash ran in. We were playing Cal. She ran into the game. And usually, like, she wears, like, a long sleeve underneath her jersey. But she just ran out with, like, I think she forgot one. And her arms were just, like, she's very pale. She's a gender. And it was winter time. And so she ran in. I mean, I thought she looked fine, but everyone was, like, dying laughing. And then Tara was, like, put on a shirt or something. Yeah, she's like, don't don't forget your shirt next time. I was like, oh, no. Lordy. Yeah, that when Ash did that, I was like, girl, like floor was already white. It's reflecting off your skin. Like it's just you look like a disco ball out there. It was not good. But that was that was actual comedy. It was. Um and then okay, our last Danny Award is gonna be what do you think has been your best game so far this year? You know, I think it may have been against South Carolina, even though we that lost. was what I was thinking. Yeah, 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 I think I played really well that game. You were hoping. Oh, well, next time we play them. <laughs> oh, well, pain then. Let's change it next yep. time. So back to the landscape here. The conference winners were kind of, I feel like, different for the most part for, like, who won regular season compared to who won the tournament. I mean, even for us, Washington State winning, nobody picked them. They had to do the playing game the first day. They played four games in one weekend, which is kind of crazy. And then the upsets that took place were wild. And then yeah. ACC was Virginia Tech. And I feel like... Virginia Tech, people don't give them, like, all this credit. Like, in the ACC, they talk about Notre Dame, Duke, all these different Mm -hmm. teams, Louisville. And Virginia Tech won the whole thing, which I found to be kind of crazy. I think think Virginia Tech, I I thought they were going to be a one seed. I mean, it was pretty much guaranteed, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't surprised about that. I mean, they're they're tough. I mean, they have Kit Lee and then the guard that's friends with Agnes. Oh, Georgia. Yes. She's a bucket. She's so tough. Yeah. I mean, everyone, literally everyone this year is going to be so tough. But I mean, going back to the Pac-12 tournament, I think I was super happy when Washington State won. I mean, because Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't want UCLA to win because they beat us. Yeah. But I mean, it was crazy because one, two, three, and four went Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it just shows you women's basketball is, it's exciting. People are like, oh, there's never upsets. There's upsets. There's upsets. And then, like we said, like the Pac-12, we're obviously both biased towards the Pac. And I feel like I know what you're going to say the best conference is. But knowing that we are now number one seeds, what do we think is the best conference? I mean, definitely the Pac-12. I mean, we're biased. We're biased. We admit this. But Mm -hmm. the Pac-12, we have seven teams at the tournament right now. Yeah. Yeah. Colorado. USC. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't even know if I'll be able to name them all. You're doing great, I believe. Um, <laughs> Colorado, USC. Us. <laughs> Stanford, Utah. Washington State. And UCLA. And Arizona. Arizona. And yeah, yeah. Oregon almost made it. So I live in eight. Yeah. 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 And I feel like there's other teams that may not have gotten, like, all this love. But, like, you know, Oregon State kind of made some noise in the Pac-12 tournament. Like, they're still good. All these different teams. Like, there's really not a drop-off. And like we said, we're both biased. You know, I know the other conferences are good. But they're just not 
they're not there with it. And we are there. We are, yeah. we are the standard. So. And it's, oh, it's a little different too. And I don't know how to explain this exactly, but I feel like with the Pac-12, the defense is a little bit different. It's very scouting mm-hmm. report. Teams are just, they scout a little differently. You know, there's usually like you're playing against at least three or four shooters. It's just different. I feel like not as physical, but more finesse maybe, but. No, I agree. There's, I feel like the pack has so much talent across the board. And like you said, we scout and we're scouting four players deep into the bench because they can come off and any night, like a team like Utah, we're freaking going over these people's tendencies and they're not even starters. And I'm like, and you expect me to know what somebody subs in the game not even on the scout, and they start lining us up. And I'm looking around like, whose job was it to know? Couldn't have been me. What's their favorite flavor of gum? I don't know. I don't know. I know she drives right, I think. Yes. Yes. Is she capable from three? I don't know. It's always (laughs) a good guess. Especially anyone in Pac-12 can they shoot. Probably. Probably. And then they're like, oh, she's a D1 player. She's capable. And I'm like, okay, well, you said to stand in the paint on this other girl. Yes, you said to let her shoot. So, okay, but you went somewhere with them. Literally. I mean, so more on the conferences, the player of the year awards came out and I feel like across the conferences, there weren't that many surprises for a lot of things. Like, you know, Aaliyah got SEC, AC was Elizabeth. I feel like there's a lot of depth there. Big 10, Caitlin, Pac-12. I think Alyssa earned it. She played great, especially coming up in NG last year. But, you know, got to shout out our girl Celeste winning defensive player of the year in ACC. She's a menace. I hate being guarded by Celeste. Oh my gosh. She's the best. She's just the sweetest. The sweetest. Like a menace the court. I love her. I feel like she's kind of similar to you where like when you get on the court, it's a different persona. Yes. And then it's like off the court. Oh, just so yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So fun. So Which nice I, and sweet. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And she runs so well. Oh, yeah. Just track. She could run track if she didn't. She's a speed demon. It's so annoying. Demon like, Celeste. She never gets tired. She no. just pushes for the entire 40 minutes. Yeah. Celeste Dan. Here on the pod, we have Celeste stands. <laughs> team Taylor. Go team. But I feel like it's so cool, like, playing USA basketball or, like, on the circuit. And then, like, we create these relationships. And then mm-hmm. we're able to watch them and, like, cheer them on across the country. And even though we may see yeah. them maybe even once a year, it's like that friendship was still there and I can still root for them across the country. Yeah. And that's, like, what people don't realize a lot. I mean, I feel like we talk about this all the time, but we're friends with pretty much everybody we play against. And to see yeah. like the fans go back and forth is so funny to me. Cause I'm like, of course we're going to like be cut for when we're playing each other, but off the floor, we're, we're all like homies. So. Yeah. <laughs> no homies. <laughs> yeah. Homies. <laughs> my home slices. My homie. <laughs> but we're kind of talking about today. Selection Sunday is always fun and the jitters and like, it's a shortened practice, which I know we love. It was only an hour instead of three today. But Tara was right when she talked about today. It's one and done. And the most that we could play together is six games, which is wild to think about, especially like from where we started, which we'll get into later. But like, it's crazy. (laughs) And okay, well, thinking of the tournament and who got what seeds, we're going through the seeding here. So the ones are South Carolina, Indiana, Virginia Tech, and your girls, go card, Cardinal Nation, let's ride, all that. And then the twos. I'm so happy for Utah. I feel like people are counting. They deserve it too. They deserve it. And I feel like they're about to make some noise because they're good top to bottom. And I feel like they could a lot of issues. We already had to play them twice. (laughs) Good luck. And (laughs) like, I feel like people just don't be understanding how good Utah is. Like they just be like, oh, you know, they can shoot, yada, yada. And no, 
there's more. And just you wait and see. The top four seeds across the country, like the fact that Tennessee and Texas are four seeds is crazy because they're such powerhouses. Tennessee hasn't lost a game except to South Carolina since February 6th. Like they're kind of hitting their hot streak right now. And then you have Notre Dame, LSU's a three seed, and Ohio State, like they kind of had a little bit of a lull, but they were- yeah, like when they're moving and they're grooving, they're a well-oiled machine that is yeah, tough to Yeah, when they're pressing, oh my God, I don't want to play against that press. <laughs> so like they're You and Solano break it. Oh just, yeah, just leave us go. back there. Me and T yeah. do our little thing. It'll be fine. But who do you think is going to be the Cinderella team? Who's your sleeper pick? Last year was Creighton. Yeah. Who is it going to be this year? Oh shoot, why am I like, because there's so many Florida teams, but we were talking about this when the, mm-hmm. we were like, ooh, that's like, was it Florida Gulf Coast? Oh, we played them uh, in Hawaii, we, they were good. We played them in Hawaii, and they're yeah, just yeah. like quick, and like, gosh, they, how many, they shot like 43s or something crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like they could knock some teams out. Obviously, I feel like Washington State. That's what I was thinking too. I don't know, there's, I feel like this year is going to be a very interesting year. And I know yeah. we probably say that every year, but truly, I feel like there's already been so many upsets that they're just going to carry over. Hopefully not no, on our yeah. side. Yeah, hopefully not over here in the Stan U Seattle region. Throw away that negative. <laughs> but no, I think there's a lot of sleeper picks, like just kind of going conference by conference. For us, I'd definitely say Washington State. I think that they're going to make some noise. I think like out of the ACC, a team that I've been keeping my eye on is Florida State because they have Tanaya Latson, yeah. who has been going so crazy this yes, year. Yes, yes. So like, well. I feel like she has good pieces around her. So I feel uh-huh. like they could come up with something big. The interesting team that's been on my mind is the way that NC State fell to a seven seed. I feel like they're in a good position to kind of make some noise because they will actually play Utah. If they beat Princeton, they'll play Utah in that second yeah. round, which could be a good game because they're two very different styles of play. I hope we're all in the locker room just projecting it. Yeah, just a bunch of different screens going. Next game, yeah. flip to the next channel, whatever. I love I, I love this time of year. I need, I need to tell my mom to make a bracket for me or something. Mom, print and one then just like, Yeah, but like, don't release it anywhere. Like, this is what I think is going to happen. It can't get leaked. That would be no. so bad. <laughs> but there's a lot of 8, 9, 7, 10 matchups in the first round that could be really interesting. We mentioned a few talking about South Florida and this and that. But I want to know, rapid fire, who you have for each of these games. So I'm going to run through the matchup. Okay. And you're going to tell me who you think is going to win. You ready? Okay. 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 Here we go. In Greenville, we have South Florida and Marquette. South Florida. They beat us. They did last year. Pain. Soft spot. <laughs> um, Arizona, West Virginia. Arizona. Back to back. Okay. Yep. And then other Greenville, we have Oklahoma, Miami. Miami's playing well, right? I'll they are. Miami. And then yeah. we have NC State, Princeton. NC State. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in Seattle, the other Seattle, not ours, we have USC in South Dakota. USC. Yeah. Back to pack again. Good. They yeah. are. And then we have Baylor, Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. I'm weak. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then, Next and then question. Have, next question. Okay. And then we have our Seattle region. This could be our yeah. second round game. Knock on wood. We have Ole Miss Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is mm, Gonzaga is sneaky good too. Yeah. And then we have Florida State, Georgia. Florida State. I would say Florida, Florida State. State. Okay. Yeah. okay. Those are good. Those are some I cannot wait to Those watch. Are good. Them. Me yeah. too.
our origins. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't really like basketball at the start. It wasn't your original calling, but mm-hmm. what made you stick with it? Who got you into it? How did it kind of push past that not love at first sight for you? When I was young, I kind of realized that I was surrounded by a lot of great athletes and mm-hmm. basketball players. Like my mom and dad both played at Virginia Tech. They're probably happy that they have the one seat, kind of. Probably secret joy. Yes. And, you know, my godmother and godfather, Dell and Sonny Curry, they played Division One sports at Virginia Tech as well. And my godbrother, Seth, and Seth play basketball. And even my god sister, Sadell, played volleyball with Elon. So I was just constantly kind of surrounded by sports. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of want to be different. How cute of me, like, to be like, no, mm, I'm going to just, like, draw all day. Like, I thought I wanted to be an artist. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be the next Van Gogh or whatever. So mm-hmm. we ended up, you know, later on moving to the Netherlands and we lived there for three years because of my parents' jobs. We were expats there because they worked for Nike. And then once we moved back, it's funny because Portland is in the tournament. They're a 12 seed. Mm-hmm. The head coach of Portland, Mike Meek, kind of got me integrated with a really great group of girls and I kind of just started playing with them. And that's kind of what stuck. I think a good coach yeah, and a group of girls. And yeah, I think it was fun at first. And then you kind of realize that like, Oh, maybe I'm good. And then you just kind of keep going from there, but it definitely didn't start out. Most ways kids start with it. So. Yeah. It, yeah. it took a little bit of getting into it. And mm-hmm. Mr. Meek is great coach. And so when do you think, like, once you got past that initial not wanting to play, just kind of giving it a try to appease everyone, when did you really start to love it and be like, this is what I want to do? Probably, you know, so it's funny. My first scholarship offer was from Stanford and I was going into the eighth grade. So like, Mm -hmm. I, just like you went to that youth camp, like Mm -hmm. I went to that youth camp over the summer and you know, the players are the counselors and like all these stupid games. And then they started moving me up age groups. And then when I actually scrimmaged against like the actual players that were there, I think I remember like Shannon coffee. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think she may have been a freshman, but I remember, you know, at the end of the camp, I think Amy Tucker was like, we would love for you to come here. Like, you know, we want to be the first school to offer you. But we didn't really understand the magnitude of it until I got my next offer from Oregon. And they're like, okay, like this is like, you should take it seriously. So, yeah. And then I also thought it was really cool to play like on varsity as an eighth grader and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. That's lit. The flex. A slight, oh, yeah. slight humble brag. <laughs> varsity <laughs> yeah. is an eighth grader. What can I say? <laughs> but no, I mean, that's crazy. Like getting to play against collegiate players at such a young age, all that that is is just a learning experience. Like you can take mm-hmm. so much from that. And especially talking to freaking the GOAT, Amy Tucker. I love Amy Tucker. Love Amy. I talked to Amy for most of my recruiting process too. Yeah. So like she's amazing. But just kind of getting that vote of confidence from such a young age really does wonders. And like... It's also getting that so young. It's like, what does that really mean? What do I do with it? I know for me, like my first school I talked to was UC Santa Barbara. And I was like, oh my God, this is my peak. Go Gauchos. Like I'm going to Santa Barbara. (laughs) Like mom and dad, I'm a star. And so like, it's hard to grasp what it means at such a young age. But I mean, Miss Michelle and Mr. Greg are the best. So I'm sure that they were just so amazing helping you through that process and you know, getting you into AAU and starting you up with Cal Stars and all that stuff. But what tournament, you know, you made noise at the Stanford camp, but when you started playing AAU, what tournament do you think was really like, okay, this was my breakout. Like I'm playing as top competition. I'm doing this and that. What puts you on the map, do you think? 
I think it was, I had a lot of fun and I think we all did really well as a team when we played Pal Stars with each other. Mm-hmm. You were a junior. It was your last season of AU, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And we were up, it was Boo Williams in Virginia. But yeah. that setup is so funny because like there's a huge track around like four courts and the green like curtains. And yeah, it's, just, it's, it's quite the scene. Quite, the, quite scene. the scene. <laughs> but yeah, I think I just, we, we played really well as a team. And then I think I came out of that tournament being ranked first in my class. And so... I don't know. I think that was a huge confidence boost. You know, I wasn't like only just doing post stuff when yeah. we were, you know, playing in that tournament. I was shooting more and sometimes handling the ball, <laughs> but yeah. mostly it's like Cameron goes set a screen for Haley and it, it works. <laughs> and then we just we just go we just go we pick just and go. roll, pick and pop. Let's do it. Yeah. But AAU is so much fun, and I feel like like thinking about that now, I don't understand how we were able to, especially playing for Cal Stars. Like it was very much like. We were very independent, like do your own thing. And we pull up to a tournament, eat a hot dog at 8 a.m. And I'm ready to roll. Like, let's, uh-huh. go, get, yep, let's go get some buckets. Like, <laughs> No warm up. No, no warm up. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Like, give me one Working left, one, one right. Exactly. And you're moving. And like the training camps that we had for Cal Stars were actually insane. Talking about three they a were. day, three hours. I can't imagine how we made it through that. No, they were they're so all fun. in Miramani. I can never say that school's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it. And then I remember whenever we went up to Oregon, we would stay with you and we had yes. the most fun, except for the one oh. time. Please, please, you tell the story, Cam. Okay. Oh, good. Basically, my mom's like cheesy and cute. She basically, she got this like little wishing paper for the girls and us. Yeah. And you're supposed to write down your, your wish on this wishing paper and then roll it up and then set it on fire. Yeah. I don't know. Already then, an issue. Yeah. So you set it on fire and then it like floats off into the sky. Whatever. Very cute. Very yeah. Simple. And so you have to like put it on a plate though. So like it has somewhere to go. And mm-hmm. so we're all like having so much fun, like making these little wishes. And Haley goes to light hers on fire. And it's not a big deal, but she knocks the plate and the plate goes everywhere. It was like, like crash. And then it's uh. like, who posted it? Who posted it? It was, was Maddie. It Maddie. And the thing was, it, it was Maddie. like it was like a china plate, and I <laughs> knocked the whole thing over, and I was like profusely apologizing, yes, and crying. Like, Haley, it was like a five dollar plate from like Target. Like, it's oh my no god! Deal. So then my mom calls and she's like, "You're coming home. You yeah. need to apologize." I was like, "Miss Michelle, please let me stay. Like, please don't put me on the street." Like. I thought I was going to get sent home. I was <laughs> off the team. Yeah, no, so no. bad. I feel like you never got in trouble. So it, we were like, it's okay. But we, yeah, we were I was like, Maddie, why did you post that? <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> turned on Maddie. It was like, <laughs> it was like, Maddie, you were praying on her downfall. I was like, oh, yes. no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's so it actually hilarious. But like, we were so young. And so to think of where we are now, and did we meet with stars or did we meet at USA, like officially? Shoot, I, don't I feel know. like it might My have been like officially so USA. I because I, I feel like because I feel like we wearing knew blue each shorts. Other. <laughs> oh, I hope I looked I mean, they're cute. Really long, really long, really long, really long. Shorten the length, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was not the best look for me. <laughs> I was the same way though. Oh my gosh. Our pictures of when we were younger playing basketball, you with your goggles, me with my little highlighter, everything in the headband. <laughs> oh. Oh god. <laughs> so bad. Yes. But USA, 
Yeah, I think we met there for reals. Mm -hmm. And we were just kind of fast friends. And USA, we didn't make it that first year. We were both finalists, both got cut, which was really tough. It was tough. How was it when we made it that next year? What was that like? It was like, did it was like all the hard work paid off? Was it a relief? What was it? It was a relief. I didn't mm-hmm. think I was going to make it though, but I, I, I forget if it was the U19 year that I made it or the U17 year that like they all got, they all gathered us into the room, right? When we both mm-hmm. made it. I think yeah. I just started crying and everyone was like, why are you crying? I was like, I literally started sobbing, like mm-hmm. sobbing. I remember. I remember. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, then it was that year. Was that and year? We, we go to t- take a picture and like my eyes are just like red. And I think I remember Aaliyah being like, girl, like, it's okay. I'm like, no, this is like, I don't know about you, Aaliyah. Like, you've won gold medals already, but like, this is a really big deal for me. And oh, gosh. yeah, but like, I remember we went on to, gosh, we went to DC first, mm-hmm. right? Practice yeah. for two weeks, you know, in Colorado Springs. And then we went to DC and then we went to like Latvia. Yeah, little world tour. Yeah, it was great. But USA is so much fun. And we went through a lot. That was a long trip. There was a long time. And we went through a lot. I remember I ripped off all my acrylic nails because I thought it'd help me catch the ball better. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I was, like, ripping them off during practice. I was, like, I'm so sorry. I'll catch the ball, coach. (laughs) I'm trying. I remember standing there, like, she's really ripping her nails off. Yeah, I was trying to do anything I could. (laughs) But thinking back to that time, what was your first impression of me? And then I'll give mine of you. I just thought you were super like easygoing mm-hmm. and funny. Yeah. I don't know. I thought you were so just such a baller. Obviously I still think that, but I remember like you would always do these cool tricks where like you would go like behind your back in between your legs and do the way up or whatever. Oh God. Like, so I remember. Cool. Just such a cool cat. I'm weak. Yeah. So you were, you were just always chill. You're just always very like silly. I was going to say mine for you was like along the silly vibes. Like you were so goofy as you are now. But like, I feel like back then (laughs) I was like, oh, hi, Cammie. And you're just goofing. You're laughing. (laughs) You're doing this. You're running around. And then like you get on the court and it's like game face. Like it's time. It's time. Sass, fierce, all this stuff. Like you're moving. But then the game ends and people are like, Cam, you just hit me. And you're like, oh, sorry. What do you guys want to go do now? <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> just goofing. Want to go get ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, like I know Cam. Like, yeah, let's go get ice cream. Everybody else is like, what the heck? I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's just yeah. two different people. And you just, <laughs> it's so, but like, I love it. And it's so yeah. fun. But that was definitely mine. And we talked a little bit about you know, kind of starting your recruiting with Stanford and all that stuff, but you committed pretty early. What was that? Your sophomore year, maybe? Mm-hmm. Was your freshman year, your sophomore year? I think like beginning of my junior year. Junior very, year. Very beginning. Yeah. So what made you choose Stanford so early? To be honest, I really liked the thought that I would have my godbrother close by, you know, mm-hmm. having Steph and Aisha and the kids, you know, they live 10 minutes away. So mm-hmm. I visit there frequently and uh, it was really nice to know I had family away from family. And then also, you know, obviously academics. I feel like everyone says this, but it's true, you know. Yeah. Being a female. Yeah. Being a female athlete, like nothing's guaranteed. I mean, money is not what the men make. So you have to get a degree and get a job, a J-O-B job. Ugh. And I'm looking forward to that. I mean, comm mm-hmm. major over here. Fellow comm majors. Twinsies. I love the comm department here. I do so too. It's been a blast. 
and yeah, I mean, obviously playing for Tara, I've always loved Tara and she's just hilarious. I've made some of my best friends. You know, I really, I really, I mean, it's been tough, you know, I mean, my freshman year was tough and it's never easy, but I think it's really been, I don't think I would have grew as much as I did here anywhere else. I mean, you mentioned it a little bit, but like, you know, having family is so important. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, Stanford itself is a family away from home, but being close to the God family is huge. And I, for me, like my mom is an hour away, my grandparents is in that, like, it's a really nice feeling to have. And like your parents, it's an hour flight, like it's nothing crazy. And so it's really nice to have that kind of family atmosphere, both at school within the team, but then also outside of it, you know, you have a little escape 10 minutes away, which is so nice, but you get in freshman year, COVID year, crazy. I can't even imagine, like I had a little bit under my belt my freshman year, but you come in, there's no experience of getting to know. Yeah, Yeah, not much, but like you come in, there's no getting to know the other athletes. There's no just like, oh, spending time with a team. Like we were in a bubble pretty quick. So what was that like getting into three hour practices? Did you have a slump? What was that adjustment like coming from high school? You know, I think I was so motivated coming in from high school Part in fact, because like kind of cut. So like halfway through my senior year, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, pandemic. And they were like, okay, you're kind of just graduated. So yeah, half of that school year, like I had months and months to train and to get better. And, you know, I have the best trainer in the world. Her name's Susan King Borchard. She played at Stanford and mm-hmm. Tara talks about her a lot as, you know, the lockdown defender, like in yeah. that group with Anna Wilson. And, um, you know, I worked with her day in, day out. I worked with her husband, Curtis, and I was so, so excited. Remember, like I came down two months early mm-hmm. to stay with Stefan and like we would train with Packy and yep. we would, like I was so antsy to get to school because I don't know, I felt like COVID just made everything so long and we didn't get that summer because usually yeah. like when you're a freshman, you come for that summer, do summer school, like I had none of that. So I think I was just so motivated. And I think it really helped me because I had so much time to get better that when three hour practices came along, like I was like so ready and like locked in and motivated because I I didn't think I was going to start, but I knew I could get playing time and I knew I could contribute. So, and you did, you came in and I think, you know, for us, we were all antsy to get back after that mm-hmm. COVID year. And we were so excited with how you and your class came out, like you guys were ready. And I think specifically you coming in and, you know, 88 blocks your freshman year, single season record already, right? And then Jane Appel, you beat her record today. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy to see everything that you did your freshman year. And then yeah. we won, which is like dream come crazy. true which is crazy. But what was that whole experience like coming in, making an impact? We win. Like, did it hit you in that moment or is it still kind of coming to you now? Gosh. I mean, we we were just talking about this, you know, during the slam shoot, like it still feels unreal. Um, Mm -hmm. The fact that we got to do a cover together is still crazy. Crazy. Um, I still need to post that. I've been waiting to be like, a little throwback. Yeah. What I do. Um, Yeah. But I can say confidently, like everything we went through, we should write a book. We should write a book. A, book. a tell all. <laughs> a tell all, a documentary, something. Because the yeah. shit we endured, sorry for sorry. Okay. The things we endured was just crazy. So I really think, like, I can say, like, we deserve that. We deserve that. And it was such a beautiful ending to so much, so much hard stuff going on in our lives. So yeah, I'm just like really proud of us. I mean, it's definitely going to be the highlight of my life. 
for sure. That year was crazy. We went through so much. Like we started the year in quarantine and then we just were like, okay, are they even going to let us play? Like I remember getting on a Zoom and then the people in the athletic department were like, so can we trust you guys? We were like, please, please let us play. (laughs) Oh my God. There was (laughs) was a lot of- Pleading our case all the time, but it was crazy. But you mentioned our slam cover, which is like- iconic my mom bought so many copies everybody in the family has one it's framed like it's everywhere now and like what was your favorite part of that experience getting to be on the cover of slam I think the fact that I never in my life thought I would ever do something like that I remember getting the email saying like you and Haley Mm -hmm. and you know the fact to like share it with you I think is even more special you know and special for women's basketball and I don't know. I think it's just a really big deal. And I think it's still sinking in. But the fact that we were even chosen to do that, I think, you know, it's like a huge confidence boost. Yeah. And I think they made us look beautiful and the lighting, like everything was just so amazing about the shoot. And I think it was just really fun. And I love that they played on the academic side mm-hmm. of, which is funny because I mean, I don't know, I won't speak for you, but I think like we're too, like the least academic on the scene. <laughs> Um, not that we're stupid not that we're stupid but we're like we have a lot of other things going on like Fran she's gonna be a doctor and like everyone's like come by we're like communications over here yeah yeah you know I think at any other school we would be like straight A students but no I agree because like bees get degrees a week it's like yeah we both have the GPAs same as everyone else but at the same time I feel like we have so much going on that people are just like, oh, you know, they're probably not bookworms or we're not the nerdiest on the team. I feel like no, I might be that's, geeky. That's yeah. Like I might You're be more, geeky. You are, you are more geeky. <laughs> I am. And I am too. Like I have all yeah. my Pokemon things like right up behind. Like we have our things. Yeah. But we're definitely not the nerdiest. I'm no. not like, I'm not up in the library every day. I'm doing my stuff. I'm getting mm-hmm. my good grades and I keep it pushing. We're going to move off the court a little bit, not into the academic world, but into the NIL world, which we're both killing the game right now. And I feel like for me, I never expected something like NIL to really be a thing. Like I heard about it and I was like, oh, like I'm entering my senior year, junior year. Like it's not really going to impact me, but it has. And what was it like when NIL first started? When did it get real for you? Like what's been your NIL experience? You know, it has been such a whirlwind. And I say, like, I completely agree with you. Like, I never saw it coming, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of me kind of not keeping up with the news enough. But when it happened, I was like, oh, cool, great. And then yeah. the agent called me the next day. I was like, oh, great. Now I have an agent. Like, mm-hmm. it was just so quick. And it's only been around, I mean, a little over a year now. So it's just weird. And everything's happened so quickly. But I think it's just taught me the importance of managing your money and mm-hmm. choosing brands that emulate how you want to be. And yeah, so I think it's just been really, really cool. I've got to work with a lot of cool brands and save money, which I think is important as a woman that wants to play professionally. You know, I think money is not guaranteed. So (laughs) I'm trying to save. (laughs) Trying to save. Talking about working with brands that you believe in and brands that, you know, you looked up to and now you're like, oh my gosh, now I get to work with you guys. Like, you want to work with me? Or like, you know who I am? Like, it's crazy. And so what's been the best advice that you've been given or best advice that you would like to pass on to our listeners here? Definitely go to a school that supports NIL. I think that's Mm -hmm. the first thing. Go to a school that embraces it because it is the new frontier. Like, that's like what the future of you know, whether you like it or not, that is the future of 
college sports and you can really make a living off of monetizing yourself and working with brands and social media. So if that's your thing, I would say prioritize it. Follow, you know, schools that support that and make it a priority for for student athletes. And I think Stanford's been doing a pretty good job, but there's still, you know, ways to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's caught up with other schools yet, but work in progress. But also most importantly, I would say like it comes, you know, how well you do on the court. That's where things flow from. So if you're not producing on the floor and it's a tough yeah. reality, like if you're not producing, if the numbers aren't there, if the wins aren't there, then the brands won't be there. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, That's you just facts. have to prioritize playing well, winning and obviously school. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to balance with NIL. Like there's a school lot. and then you got to perform academically, athletically. And then on top of that, you got to say, is this a deal that I want to sign? Is this the best that I can get from them? Yada, yada, yada. Working through the agents. Like there's third parties, all these different things. And I think for me, the hardest thing with NIL has been time management and like mm-hmm. not stretching myself out too thin and being like, okay, I can go do this quick deal, this and that, but I'm exhausted. Like that's another three hour shoot day. Like, do I want to yes. do that? I'm just getting out of class. Like, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I feel like me and you, we schedule a lot of stuff on our off days, which is yes. great because you have more time, <laughs> but then it's like, oh my gosh, like I never have a real off day. I never have such a real hard thing. Yes. Yeah. There's always something to be done. That is so true. <laughs> I do try to do a lot of off day shoots. Yeah. Which is convenient, but you're right. You don't really get that time off, but it's worth it. So. Yeah, but no complaints. Like I no wouldn't complaint. want to be in any other position. Exactly. But okay, you are a superstar on TikTok, like an icon, <laughs> a legend, a for you page native. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to know your favorite like TikToks to do. Are they dances? Are they mouthing? Are you a solo TikTok girl? Do you prefer group ones? What's your vibes there? I'm like the person that is like always like, okay, like let's learn this dance. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. so I don't look stupid by myself, but it's always, I feel like some of my best memories have been like looking stupid, trying to learn a dance or like a stupid trend. But I also love doing stuff with my boyfriend. Just the other day, we we did this thing where he like lifts me on his shoulders. Which like, was crazy. Oh my, my God. My coaches would hate. They the coaches would <laughs> hate seeing that because I'm like yes I like flipped over his back on one try but like like trends like that or like there's like a trend where like if they get a question wrong about you you have to like put their head dunk their head in the water like a bowl of water so yeah yeah, I just think it's like a fun platform to do stupid stuff on I don't know no I agree and why do you think it's so hard for Tara to be good at TikTok because I feel like whenever we make TikToks with her it's just not it takes so much so much. Yeah, you know what? Like she's always just like lip syncing, like never on beat, like never, <laughs> never. <laughs> we did make that one with her on. That was like real though. That was on on media day. media day. That was yeah. Fun. That was funny. She did, she did try. She tries. Yeah. She tries. She the tries. tension is there, but does you know. she succeed? Not always. No, <laughs> but the effort is there, and that's all effort I can ask there. for. Yes. But before we get into our last kind of rapid fire vibe check situation here that we end up with. We've been a duo for quite some time now. We were Cal Stars, USA, and now here for going on almost done with year three. But how would you describe our chemistry on the court? I would say you're very much like the yin to my yang. Mm-hmm. Yin to my yang. Yeah. 
Yin to the yang. Why does it sound <laughs> weird though when I'm saying it? I don't know, but just keep it you rolling. Know what I you're mean. doing great. I see. I like, know. You're like, I know. You're like the good. Like you're the good. Yang, <laughs> and I'm like the bad yang. And like you're like Karen. Like stop being stupid and focus. I'm like you're yeah. right. But yeah, you're kind of like ice, and I'm kind of like fire. That's the way mm-hmm. I see it. But yeah, I would say like our connection was pretty immediate. But I think before I came as a freshman, I kind of had two months of just training, going to Packy sometimes, lifting at Stanford. And I think we got really close over those two months. Yeah. <laughs> we had sleepovers at Steph's house and we mm-hmm. got in trouble a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, we got in so much trouble. But we had so much fun. And I think that's like yeah. when, you know, it was such a great introduction to our collegiate years with each other. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think that we really balance each other out, but I think that it's good because sometimes I need to calm you down. Sometimes you need to hype me up and like bring out that fear side. And so I think that one thing that's really, that I really appreciate about how we work on the court is the open dialogue that we have. And so like, let's say you're running in transition, I throw you a pass and it doesn't work out. We're running back and you're like, oh, too high. And I'm like, oh, too far. Like, and we're working on it immediately. Yeah, we're like, what happened? Yeah, you're running back and I'm like, so and how do like, we make it happen again? And Tar's yeah, yelling at us, don't to throw it again. And we're like, it's happening we're again. Like, we're like, okay. <laughs> it's being thrown. It's just figuring out how to make it work. Okay, for our last section here, we have the vibe check. So it's going to be rapid fire answers. And I, I have my predictions for you. And so I'm really interested to see what your answers are going to be here. Okay, so. Okay. Our first question is, what is the drill you never want to see on the practice plan? Weaves. Yeah, weaves. 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 Like oh my God. three trip weaves, but 38 three seconds. Back. Yeah. Weaves are impossible. No. And she gives us 35 seconds. I'm like, who do you think we are, Hassani? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I'm like, literally this is not track both? practice. Yeah. This is not track. Uh-huh. Okay. Next one. What is your off the court go-to sneaker? Oh, oh my God. I think it changed for me. I really like New Balance, the 550s. Not dunks anymore? Not dunks anymore. Wow. So, I know. I okay, know. okay. Game-winning shot or game-winning block? Block. I thought so. Okay. And one or three-pointer? And one. Duh. I don't be okay. making a lot of those. I'm just oh, stop. Oh, stop. <laughs> okay. Go to trash talk line. I know some. smells, maybe? That's yeah, a good one. Some. That's a good one. Your version. Things. I got that from my mom. My mom mm. said that to a Louisville player back in the day, and that was a bench-clearing fight. Oh God, Shelly, <laughs> go Shelly! <laughs> your breath smells. That, yes, that's your hilarious. Breath smells. I feel like sometimes you say like some wild stuff, and then sometimes it'll be like a middle school burn, and you're like, "Oh, you stink!" or "Oh, your hair looks bad." Yeah, or, like oh, you're annoying. I don't like your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> or like you're like, "Oh, you're annoying," and I'm like, "I'm standing sometimes there." Sometimes those like, burn worse though. They do, yeah, and I'm like, sitting there, I- and I'm like. Yeah, Cam, you tell her. <laughs> you know what really got me the other day? I don't even remember what team we were playing, but like another, this girl was just like yapping at me and I was just looking at her like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you turn, you turn back to her and you go, shut up. And I was like, yeah, Haley. It was so I'm not one to talk. And it was because I was trying to get everybody to listen. Yes, to you were like, trying to out of bounds play. And you were listening to this girl and I said, excuse me, shut up. I'm trying to talk to Cameron. Like, <laughs> It was so funny. Ice pack or ice bath? Bath. I think that's yeah. more effective. Okay. Back what? Stuff. I agree. I agree. What's your go-to move on the court? You know, we're not allowed to be doing too much. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe like a spin move or... The fundamentals. I would say just like, yeah, a drop mm-hmm. step. 
Yeah. But um, yep. no dribble. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no dribble. Before the double cuts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where do you think is the hardest place to play on the road? South Carolina. That was loud. I was Tennessee also thinking hard. I was also thinking Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yes. And then what is your biggest basketball ick? You know what? I, I listened to the episode with Jordan and I completely agree with her. Like when people pull their socks up way too high. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Was, yeah. Or also like when girls like tuck their shorts like into their spandex and they look like diapers. Yep. That's, an that's another one. That's another Because like, I'm not opposed to rolling your shorts up. Like I do that. Like that's fine. Yeah. You got to make it a little more feminine. That's fine. Yeah. But like but not tucking. too much. Gosh, what else? No. What's yours? I, don't know I, I was going to say the diaper one is a big one for me. I was also going to yeah. say people who trash talk with like nothing to back it up. You know, like you're talking all this stuff, but like mm-hmm. you have nothing to show for it. So why are you trying to talk to me? Yeah. For? I remember we were playing Hawaii. Oh my God. Sorry. Random story. We were playing Hawaii. I remember. Yeah. And did you remember this? We were up like 25 and this girl yeah. kept saying like, Ooh, like you're not this, you're not that. I was like, you're down 25. I was just yeah. laughing at her. I'm like, who are you? Like yeah. I, I said that I was like, who are you? And then after the game, like she comes up to me, she's like, I remember like, do, don't you remember me from high school? And I'm like, no, no. Like, I remember just, standing there. Like, I was like, yes. I was like oh, jaw drop. Cause like Tawana like came to me on the bench. She's like, did you hear what she was saying on the court? And I was like, no, she was like, she keeps saying like, you've been soft since high school. And I was like, I don't even know her. So, yeah. Just be talking. That just was be talking for sure. It's a good ick. Another goodie is, what is your best impersonation of Tara? You know what's so funny is like whenever Kiki impersonates her, it's, she's a, she has like a Southern accent. Yeah. She's like, that, oh, come on, card. Come, come on, on, card. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, such a know, good one. I feel like it's just like, the ass is not for stupid or like, see, now I'm doing it. <laughs> it's a class. The ass isn't for stupid, Stanford. I'm like, okay. Or like, or like sleep nights. Kiki doesn't <laughs> But yeah, she just she says out of pocket stuff. She does. She does. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. I'm so happy we finally got you on. I feel like this is the perfect time, like right before we head into this madness together. Just the duo ready for action. We're ready. Yeah, ready. So much fun. Thank you. We'll be back during the tournament. So stay tuned to follow all the madness. Yay. Yay. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to Sometimes I Hoop. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Haley.Jones, that's no I in Haley, and three S's in Jones, to get all the Sometimes I Hoop content. You can also watch the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Thanks again for all your support. The Players Tribune.com.